Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsessions will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dark down for a while. Hey, folks. You're listening to The Dork Forest, or about to. The website's JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. If you like determiners, FamilyPetAncestry.com, if you like jokes, because uh, that just leads you to JackieCation.com. Those are the websites. The credits, Mike Rickberg composed and sang that song. He just heard he sang it with his wife, Sarah Cohen. He'll sing the song at the end, his words to the Mexican hat dance. Patrick Brady fixes this audio. Vilmos fixes my website, JackieCation.com. There are several ways to support the show if you want to support the show. Most basic way, the PayPal button. Donate. Knock yourselves out. There's a PayPal button on JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com. You can also Venmo me at Jackie at JackieCation.com, where you can also email me and say things. Another way to support the show, pretty painless, the Amazon button. On both JackieCation.com and DorkForest.com, there's a link, a banner to the Amazon page where you just order like normal. Uh, doesn't cost you extra. It just supports the show. There is also merch, whole merch situation. You can get Ranger of the Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get Dork Forest t-shirts. You can get my stand-up comedy t-shirts. All the, com- all the t-shirts are union-made here in the United States of America. So they run a little big because they're made by Americans. There's also my CDs and my DVD. All of that is available uh, digitally as well. But if you want hard copies, you go to JackieCation.com, the merch page. Not available on the merch page are a couple of enamel pins that I haven't added to the merch page yet, and they are Meat Shield pins and Spooky Reading Girl pins. Email me, JackieJackieCation.com, if you want those pins. Um, there's also a calendar of my stand-up comedy, Golden Opportunity to See Me Live. And um, there are premium episodes of The Dork Forest, which are episodes that I've taped live, and they cost me a couple of bucks to make, so I charge you a couple of bucks for them. So if you've run through all of the free ones, go to thedorkforest.bandcamp.com and get a live premium episode if you'd like. The YouTube page is on fire. That's right. There's teaser clips on the Jackie Cation Dork Forest YouTube page, but there's also the entire episode, the whole episode of the Dork Forest are now uploaded to YouTube. So if you can't listen to iTunes or whatever at work, you can just have this on in the background with a beautiful picture of the guest and the logo. Enough already. I'm probably missing something, but let's get into the show. Hey, it's Jackie Cation. I'm in my stateroom here at the Joko Cruise, still doing Dork Forest. Turns out I could do 1,780 of them, but we're going to call it six this particular trip and this might be the last one though uh if i can do more there's only 12 more hours of this cruise and i plan on sleeping some of it uh such a waste i know (laughs) pavel curtis welcome to the program thank you so much uh pavel curtis is pavel curtis and it is spelled p-a-v-e-l and then curtis c-u-r-t-i-s and that's your twitter handle it is and you make play and think about puzzles nearly all of the time <laughs> puzzle guy pavel curtis and you can go to pavel's puzzles p-a-v-e-l puzzles p-u-z-z-l-e-s dot com and uh there's a whole website dedicated to such things that you enjoy yes totally so here's what you should know about me jackie cation i'm terrible at puzzles you know people say that i get that a lot oh do you totally people hear that I, I, people tell me that all the time. Oh, I'm really bad at puzzles. And what it really means is, uh, in almost all cases, is basically you aren't interested enough in puzzles to put the time in, the patience in to. You know what solve it is? Them. It might be. Yes. I think what it is is it's a polite way of saying, I'm psyched you like this thing. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, and, and and I think the sad part about it, I'm perfectly fine with people deciding they just don't aren't interested in puzzles. Right. Totally. Everybody's got their own thing. What's sad is a lot of people um, have said, uh, have taken it and internalized it. Oh, and right. They said, oh, they're beating oh, themselves up. I can't up. do puzzles. I'm not smart enough to do puzzles. Oh, right, right. And I hate that. I hate that. They are. I'm and super maybe smart. Maybe they simply haven't found the puzzle type that would appeal to them. Right. Or they don't consider that a puzzle. I right. I people try to convince me. Oh, but I, I love Sudoku, but that's not really puzzles. 
Sudoku, I think, is a puzzle. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> when I learned how to play Sudoku, by the way, Andy taught me how to play Sudoku, my husband. Uh-huh. And uh, he uh, loves a Sudoku. He loves yeah. a crossword. He loves an escape room. And what he loves is not puzzles so much as games. Yeah. But puzzles and puzzles are games. They are. They there's are. a game mechanic there that you have to figure out how to play it. And and, and there's even the interpersonal aspect of it. Uh, a friend of mine who is a longtime puzzle creator, uh, Mike Selinker, uh, says a, a puzzle is a battle between the poser and the solver oh. that the poser must lose. <laughs> right? You have to oh, make right. the puzzle to be solved. Right, right. Right. It's supposed to be a really interesting battle, mm-hmm. but you have to lose in the end. Yeah, yeah. Right. If you if you want to just defeat people, it's easy to make a really really hard puzzle. Right. Right. That's easy to do. It's not necessarily any fun. Right. And now, the, yeah, I suppose the the making of puzzles has got to be something where because you have to let somebody into your brain. Yeah, and or, or you have to sort of pretend to be in theirs. Okay. You're, you're going to lay down. Yeah, yeah. A path of. Here is here is the experience I want you to have while solving this. I want you to to discover this, yep. and then when you discover that, you'll see that it links up to this, and then I want you to discover this. And you're really laying out this whole journey, this whole story yeah. that you want them to experience in solving the puzzle. And that's more obvious in certain kinds of logic puzzles or certain kinds of the physical puzzles that I make, which are multiple stages and have very distinct structure right. to them less true in like a crossword puzzle but even there the average crossword puzzle these days has a theme there's a set of theme entries oh, right. and I want you to have a certain experience with how you discover what the theme really is you know okay. sort of cotton on to the trick that's going on and you, th- you have to think about that if you're going to make a puzzle that's going to be fun for people to solve now okay now this is fascinating but uh, allow me to step back one step sure. because um you know what? Uh, when I was a, the the first thing some people might think of when they think of puzzles are literally um, pieces, jigsaw puzzles, jigsaw puzzles. Absolutely. Yes, the my mother-in-law. Of people, you say the word puzzle, they believe you mean jigsaw puzzle. Right, and jigsaw puzzles are puzzles. Oh, they certainly are. They uh, pieces need to be put together. Yeah. So yeah, totally. uh, that that is its own game. It but is. this is really not that. That's not really what you make. Um, I have made jigsaws. Okay. Uh, and, uh, and you know, and I'm happy to, to do that. I've done custom jigsaws where I took, for example, a friend's uh, book cover. She Her first book came out, and I uh, oh, that's neat. made a puzzle out of the cover of her book with little pieces that were interesting shapes based on characters from the book. Oh, that's and, cool. And so forth. And so it's a very yeah. personal sort of gift. Um, so totally a... A puzzle, not my usual thing, because most of them are fairly repetitive. Right, what's going on? Right, you know, uh, there's a like I'm actually pretty good at jigsaw puzzles, Uh Uh, but I don't. um, But it's it's sort of it 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 feels like a you know like they give them to small children. They're like here's a puzzle, sure, and then uh, you learn to. It's sort of like the very first games you play where you learn how to do a thing. How to play a game when they give you a game. You yeah. learn how to do a puzzle when they give you a starter puzzle. And 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 it's um, it's a kind of puzzle that is highly aesthetic, right? We're making a picture. Oh, right. Typically, yeah, yeah. Um, it really privileges your visual cortex, right? Seeing patterns and seeing things emerge. It's not so much uh, deductive, right? Very often, you know, usually not. Uh, but it, but it's more. Um, it's kind of matching. It is. It's a, well. It's matching and it's intuiting a larger picture mm-hmm. and so forth. But it's not uh, a sort of logical thing. In fact, we usually get trapped or tricked by puzzle makers because they will cut the piece boundary right around the edge of that piece of color, and we'll tell ourselves, "Well, it has to have more of the pink." Yeah. But no, no, no. They, <laughs> they, they saw that you coming there. They, they knew what you did. Yeah. They saw you coming, you guys. And yeah, no, no, I love that. Okay, so the the um, I know that there are. I did an episode many years ago in the Dork Forest with a woman who loved. It looks like a crossword puzzle, but it's a cross. It's a math thing. Sure, cross it's number puzzles. Cross yeah. number puzzle. Yeah. yeah. And so, um, I want to ask about nineteen different puzzles at once, Pavel. I get that. Uh, and yeah. there's such a wide range of 
types of puzzles. And just to give a sense of the breadth of things that that I do and, and, and that constitute puzzles, um, on, on paper, we've got things like Sudoku, and there's a huge range of logic puzzles that are like that. We've seen in the, in the New York Times, they have Ken Ken, and sometimes Kakuro, and, and a few other of these Japanese words. Um, we see uh, crossword puzzles, uh, the jumble, uh, oh, right, right. Right, right. there's a hundred million kinds of word puzzles yep. and so forth. Uh, there are all sorts of these cross number type things. Um, and then we get into... Because uh, those are pen and paper ones. Those are pen and paper puzzles. Um, and and there are a whole variety. I mean, all the way down to things like you see in Highlights Magazine of, you know, here's two pictures, find the differences. Oh, right, right. Right, right those are puzzles, yeah. clearly. They're oh, that's hidden right. object. Yeah, puzzles. hidden objects. Right. I play a hidden object uh, video game called yeah, Criminal, there, uh, yeah, Criminal Case. There are several of those, yeah. several apps like that. Um, so those count as puzzles. Um and then we get into the world of physical puzzles, and we got everything from like a Rubik's cube, uh, uh, get the ring off of something, that's some sort of wooden, like, 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 like jumble wooden, of wooden things where you need to get the ring. Interlocking wooden pieces, yeah. or there are the tavern puzzles where you've got you know this thing with lots of metal parts, and one of them comes off. That's right. Or uh, there are puzzle. Um, um, they're called puzzle vessels. They're like a, a jug for pouring water, except if you don't know the trick, you'll pour it all over yourself. <laughs> uh, or the Chinese had a long tradition of puzzle vessels where your job was to fill the kettle um, because there's no opening. Oh, really? Uh, right. You just look at the same. There's no opening. And, and some of them, you have to turn the thing upside down and pour it from the bottom. And it goes around some set of internal baffles or something right. and now you can turn it right side up and you have a full kettle but and it does no opening um that so, is that yeah. is some serious downtime oh yeah that's like it's gonna be winter for a long time <laughs> i'm gonna make a puzzle yeah. it has to be sort of how it happened too because oh, people sure. are like it's nighttime <laughs> they're then, just gonna sit by the fire and make a thing exactly and what we have and, and and i think in the in the case of the chinese it was a court thing oh Here okay is this beautiful uh, think some of these things are like uh, painted very delicately, like peaches, um, right? And and it's not interrupted by any. There's seams, no seams, right? So it's an aesthetic choice first, right. uh, and then oh yeah, I guess it's a puzzling object, and we see that repeated in other things. Um, uh, there's a whole realm of puzzle locks. Mm-hmm. Um, and oh, Da Vinci Code. Of years old. Some things like the Da Vinci Code, though the thing that everybody thinks of in Da Vinci Code, the cryptics with yeah. the letters that turned around, that was invented. Uh, they, they don't. They didn't exist. Uh, oh, that's not real. Yeah, well, it didn't. Ex- it, now it is. Well, now because he did it, right? Um, <laughs> because Dan Brown made up a thing. He made up a thing. Okay. But puzzle locks. Uh, it used to be that you needed security, and you needed security beyond just how nasty a key is this. Yeah. Um, and so there would be locks that have multiple tricks to them, like. Uh, you know, there's the obvious keyhole, but that's not the real keyhole. You can shift something over here, and another keyhole appears because there's a secret hatch. Okay. You know, and so you have these things, and the collectors of those, there are people making modern right. ones where they're actually intending this, but all the old ones, which go two, three hundred years old, mm-hmm. uh, and they cover the world. I mean, there are Indian locks and Chinese locks, and, and like every European culture has made them, has, has made complicated locks yeah. um, and misleading locks. Uh, purely for real security, right? Because uh, some, sometimes people want to steal stuff. That yeah. happens. It does happen. <laughs> and historically, uh, bad guys have been trying to steal stuff for uh, ten thousand years. There's a so. thing called, uh, uh, you know, we know about from mostly movies, um, you know, secret compartments in boxes or in desks or whatever. Right, walls right. that Would move you, and right. Or you know, I'm just if we stick to furniture for oh, just right. a moment. Furniture, right? So you've got like a desk with hidden hidden places where you can put your secret papers. Oh, right, right, right. Which is again, it's there for actual security. Yes. It's not supposed to be a uh, an amusement. It's not a game. You, you don't show it off. Right. right. It's your security. Yeah, yeah. Right. But um, we have on ship, uh, on sailing vessels, the captain would often have a uh, a lockable box that was screwed into the deck. So you couldn't lift the box away. Uh, but getting to the screws 
involved a whole set of secret compartments and trick things and having a key for this and so forth. Oh, because people want to take the whole box. Because they want to take the whole box because they can't get the box open. Okay. Right. And so there's just a, a whole bunch of these things where um, security led to creating objects that are meant to be misleading. Right. And now to us, they are puzzles. Now they are puzzles. Uh, and you can collect these things as well. Right. And of course, now people make all kinds of trick opening boxes. There's a vast set of things. Jap- Japan has had... Um, Trick opening boxes with beautiful inlay and beautiful lacquer for hundreds of years. Yeah. Uh, and those are still made in exactly the traditional fashion. But over the course of the 20th century, a whole bunch of people started saying, well, let's, let's re examine that and do more and different and interesting things. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go crazy places. I, I have a Japanese box that uh, it's all black, it's this beautiful black wood, um, except that there are little tiny circles made of holly, of white holly. Uh, inlaid into the top in the shape of the uh, the little dipper mm-hmm. and the North Star. Huh. And the only way to open the box is to set it on a table perfectly level and orient it so that the North Star is facing north, I kid you not. And now what? the side panel will slide down a little bit and the top will open. There's actually a compass. Mechanical in- a mechanical compass, compass. Built into the box. Uh, these are That's things super beautiful. neat. These things of beauty. Yeah. Uh, there's another one from the same maker, uh, a fellow named Akio Kame. Um, it looks like a large um, die, like a pair of dice. Yeah. Um, and it's made out of beautiful walnut. Again, holly pips, so these nice white pips. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the trick to opening it is to discover that, unlike on a normal die, opposite sides don't add to seven. Okay. And that's always what we expect out of a normal of a six, die, six-sided six die? Typical six-sided die. Yeah. Uh, and, and the way you solve his puzzle is you hold it with the one pip up, give it a little shake, slowly rotate it to have the two pip up, shake, three, four, five, six, and after that last shake, you can slide the bottom panel and then the side panel goes down. <laughs> and I don't even know what's inside this box. Right. Right, how it's done. Because you get the thing open and it doesn't reveal anything. Of how they did it. No, no. You get to see some inner... It's like chamber. magic. It is. It's, it is. yeah. And, the- uh, and a lot of puzzles have that kind of feel to them. Yeah. Uh, there's an old puzzle that I sell. Uh, it's over 100 years old. It's, a, it's literally a stick with a loop of string on one end. Yeah. Uh, and the loop of string, the total size of the loop is shorter than the stick. Okay. Um, and you can walk up to somebody like here on the cruise where people are all wearing lanyards. Or if somebody's got a shirt with a buttonhole... Um, and you can do some manipulation that they don't quite catch, and the stick is tied onto their buttonhole or their lanyard. And now you can just sort of walk away, and they can't uh, seem to take it off. It's just stuck there. It's just stuck there. And it seems like a magic trick because, yeah. of course, you've done it. It's just a piece of string it's a wrapped stick around. It's a piece of string. It is the simplest, simplest mechanically, yeah. simplest puzzle. And it's brilliant. It's been fooling people for a hundred years. Yeah. And it's literally called the buttonhole puzzle, and that's why. Because okay. Because a hundred years ago, you'd be at a fancy dress party, you walk up to some guy, tie it onto his lapel buttonhole, and walk away. And he's stuck. His ensemble is completely destroyed because there's a stick he's hanging <laughs> off his chest, and he can't do anything about it. Everybody has a great time except him. Except him, which... Uh... I'm a huge non-fan of practical jokes, but it uh, <laughs> the uh, but I understand that some people really like them. Yeah. So uh, we're gonna let people like them. That's right. And uh, the so those are those are all physical, and that's what that's got to be also the origin of some like magic tricks where you're like I'm gonna saw somebody in half yeah. or illusion kind of um, base. I hesitate to to equate them too much. My magician friends have a, a strong opinion. That, oh, fair that, enough. That, you know, there's a trick, there's misdirection, that's a thing. Okay. That's not exactly what you're doing with your confusing puzzle. Oh, right, because so it's not just the box. It turns out the magician itself, he or she is a magician. They are manipulating well, t- and, and space think, and time as well. They think misdirection is a very specialized thing. I don't think and, they're wrong. And, and, and the confusing things that we're doing, we might in sort of normal parlance think of that as misdirection. They say, yet yeah, it's confusing. That's not what we mean when we see Oh, it's defined differently. It's it's defined differently. Fair enough. um, But that being said, a lot of stage magicians really love puzzles. Right. Well, yeah, because uh, it was, was it Penn or Teller? The one who talks. uh, Was talking about how um, he said, 
it's a very specific uh, task. It's a specific to become a magician is such a solo activity oh, because yeah. you have to practice a lot of up close mat. You're in front of a mirror for hours a day, yeah, watching yourself in the mirror <laughs> as you do different moves. He's yeah. like, it doesn't really encourage a lot of social activity, <laughs> and so he was like, so it's a very specific thing. Yeah, yeah. but um, so I guess getting back to earlier, my point is there's this huge range of puzzles. Uh, there are packing puzzles. You know, can you get all the pieces into the box? Can all you right. get them all into the tray? Mm-hmm. Uh, interlocking puzzles like those beautiful wooden puzzles you see with six sticks with notches on them. Yeah. And right, try to get that thing together. Um, and there's just a really wide variety of physical puzzles. There's a wide variety of paper and pencil puzzles. There's mm-hmm. jigsaws, which are physical clearly, but don't seem like the others in another way. Mm-hmm. Let's go real big. Let's go big. Uh, mazes. Totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> like those are like hedgerow mazes oh, where people have a lot of land and they're going to cut themselves a puzzle into their yard. Yeah, yeah. Hedge mazes and um, cornfield mazes. Have you? I've done a several of yep. them. Uh, oddly enough, you go to a puzzle convention. And, yeah. And that seems like a great excursion. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> yeah, that would be a thing. It would You're be like, a thing. hey, is yeah. there a puzzle maze in this? Uh, is there yeah. a hedge maze in, the, in this town? Yeah. Yeah. Because, of course, there's puzzle cons. Why wouldn't there be a puzzle oh, con? Totally. There's so many of them. And here's a funny thing. My interests in, in, in puzzles are pretty universal. I, I kind of like all of them. Okay. Yeah. I will admit jigsaws are an much more occasional yeah. thing for me. I, it's, for me, that's got to be a social thing. Let's get together and do a, a jigsaw. Right. Um, but uh, but I like them all. Yeah. I go to a lot of puzzle conventions, though, mm-hmm. and you'd be amazed, or at least I am, Yeah. there's so little overlap in attendees between those conventions. So I go to the International Puzzle Party, which is an uh, annual event bringing together serious collectors of mechanical puzzles, physical puzzles. Okay. Um, what go, town is, does that, that move? That moves around. So okay. It, uh, every year it rotates between the U.S., Asia, and Europe. Okay. Um, because it, that's got to be a, a, a very big deal. It is. It is. Yeah. That's that's Because physical it's, it's puzzles. Big, it's big from our perspective. Um, but it's, you know, I guess in the grand scheme, it's pretty small. It's actually going to be in one of the hotels that was part of the cruise, uh, the, the Wyndham Hotel in, in San Diego. Oh, in San Diego. Uh, this summer, we're going back to the Wyndham. Excellent. For the International Puzzle Party. Um, How also, many people go to? Uh, like, about, we have about 250 puzzlers and about 100 or 150 oh, family members and okay. so forth who come so with it. So it's under 500 people. Yeah, it's not huge. I it's love not huge. a 500 person con. Oh, yeah. Because oh, then yeah. you it's, get to see the same people and you oh, can just, you really get to talk to it's people. It's very low key. That's awesome. Uh, and that's actually quite a wonderful event. Uh, I'll tell you more about that in a second. The Another con that I go to is the National Puzzlers League, which is the oldest puzzle-based organization in the United States. Okay. Um, the one that we will have this year, uh, which is going to be in Milwaukee, um, is, I think, the 178th annual convention. Really? So that's a super old Yeah. <laughs> event. National Puzzle League. National Puzzlers League. Puzzlers. Yeah. Uh, I'm so from puzzlers. Milwaukee. Puzzlers.org. Uh, How are you? Yes. There you go. So uh, yeah, we're going to be in your I will, old stomping grounds. Maybe I'll tell my nephews yeah. to dash off to the National Puzzlers League. Yeah, if they go to puzzlers.org, they can find out all about it. It's uh, one of them's really into uh, anything, and the other one's really into chess. So uh, they yeah. might like puzzles. They might well. But, so National Puzzlers League is primarily centered around word puzzles. Okay. So crosswords, cryptic crosswords, or British style crosswords. Uh, puns, anagrams, okay. word puzzles. Yeah, yeah. The number of people who go to both National Puzzlers League and the International Puzzle Party, the physical puzzle, yeah. party, it's less than can fit on what can be counted on one hand. Oh, wow. There's hardly any overlap at all. You talk to the people at the International Puzzle Party about this, they say, oh, yeah, I, I, I don't do that kind of puzzle. Right. And the other direction is, like, yeah, I mean, I dabble, but... Yeah. And they just... So completely separate. Whereas for me, it tickles the same itch both Right. Ways. You're like, I need to go talk to people about puzzles. Period. Any right. Kind, really. Any kind of puzzles. It's all good. Right. That's why you're on the Dork Forest, Pavel. It's, uh, it's Pavel Curtis, by the way. You should probably be reminded. Uh, PavelPuzzles.com. And um, 
what about so i mean the thing about puzzles is i think is is because they can be done because you mentioned how jigsaw puzzles is more of a community or yeah. a social event it can be all puzzles can be done in either alone yeah or with others some are better for uh much harder to do with a group okay so a rubik's cube is a great example. Only Almost impossible. Can hold that guy, yeah. Right. I mean, people can kibitz. They can tell you, hey, try to twist In a backseat video game play. But it's, yeah. you know, it really doesn't work that way. Um, I've been recently creating a series of puzzles, of the physical puzzles, that are designed to be solved by a group. In oh, fact, neat. It's, it's much more fun with a group. Like a cooperative board game. It is kind very of. much like that. So yeah. I have a puzzle that uh, came out... Uh, last year, I guess, called Panana Split. Um, yeah. Because uh, once you come up with a name like that... You're uh, like, you, that. you just can't... That's leaving money on the table. I, like I, I, I got to have Panana Split. Yeah, yeah, so Panana Split. A, okay. Um, which uh, consists of 16 large cards uh, that have pictures on each edge mm-hmm. and, and extra letters and stuff. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And no instructions. It does oh, come okay. with four little hint cards that are in little sleeves, so you you don't get spoiled unless you decide to pull the card. Oh right, the sleeve. right, yeah. Um, and uh, and initially, what people are doing with that is trying to uh, match up the cards and form a bigger arrangement of the cards where something interesting is happening between the pictures. I don't try right. not to say too much about what's happening because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's part of the solve. And initially, you've got sixteen cards. Four pictures on every card. So many ways they could come together. It's really hard for any one person to see things and make the connections. Yeah. Because these are kind of aha connections. Um, but if you have four to six people there, mm-hmm. why then that's great. You have a lot more eyeballs taking a look and the odds go up dramatically. Someone will see something, get oh, an idea. More people. Somebody else will then be able to play off of that idea and see more stuff. And you'll start working out together. What are the rules here? What are we really trying and to do? And that's how the puzzle is designed. And that's how it's designed to be done. Interesting. Uh, and so it's a puzzle that's designed to be a party activity. Okay. Uh, and uh, and I first created that puzzle on a commission, uh, a, a version of that puzzle that's evolved a lot since the original one, uh, a, a commission for somebody who wanted some entertainment at their wedding reception. <laughs> uh, and so they wanted to have a puzzle at each table okay. that people could work on. Because, you know, you're sitting at a wedding reception, and oftentimes you're just sitting around a lot. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. And they weren't dancers. So, mm-hmm. you know, getting people up and dancing, which, you know, what are your odds there? 30%, 40%. Right. Um, so they asked me to create a puzzle for them. And uh, they said, all our, you know, our crowd likes wordplay. Okay. So, wordplay. I can work with this. Yeah, this. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's and, a, and, and just I, point me in a direction. That's right. And I've now done, I think, four wedding commissions. I don't okay. Know what, uh, so that, which is great. That makes so much sense, though, because because yeah. people want their weddings to be, to be fun. Yeah. And uh, there's only a couple of different ways. Like if all your friends are dancers. You have a band. Right. If all your friends are drinkers, you have an open bar. <laughs> uh, if all your friends are D&D players, uh, you have a giant set of dice that you exactly. roll, which is what we did. Yeah. And, uh, or eaters, which is we also had got married at a right. dim sum restaurant. Oh, so uh, the food never stopped. My ad, my ad, my ad. We're about to do an ad. Hey, guys. It's Jackie Cation. And today's ad is for Secret Deodorant. It's a new active deodorant for women made by Secret. Remember Secret. It's a secret. Here's the thing about the secret is that it uses sweat activated technology. So it's odor neutralizing molecules to trap odor, lock it away, replaces it with a fragrance. That's right. I looked into the ingredients in this thing and it's good. So I'm looking forward to use it. I myself do not work out. It could be fitness, but it doesn't have to be because most of us are moving around during the day at some point doing something. I hope so. At the very least, just can go get a cup of coffee. Really? All right. I'm not active myself, but I still need a good deodorant because on stage, I tend to sweat a lot. So if your heart rate goes up, Secret Active is designed with long-lasting scents, which provides a constant reassurance that it's working so that you don't have to reapply the deodorant every time your heart rate goes up. Buy some. You could pick some up today at your local retailer. Uh, Secret, Secret Active, is the new deodorant, and you should buy some. Now, let's get back into the show. But have you ever heard of a game called Five Card Nancy? No. Remember Nancy, the the comic strip Nancy? Sure, with Sluggo. Yeah. With Sluggo. 
what you do is you get a book of Nancy comics. You okay. print them on cardstock. You cut out the panels. Oh, oh, oh. You are handed a handful of Nancy cards, of Nancy the and Sluggo and all the, all, the, all the characters. And then you build a comic strip as a group. Ah, nice. Always dick jokes. Just going to let you know. <laughs> Almost always turns good into you know. something filthy. Good, good to Almost know. Almost immediately. I want to pick your audience for that. <laughs> right. If you're working with children, you can probably keep it less blue. Yeah, probably but, uh, so. Yes. Uh, and please do. Yeah, right. Um, what about escape rooms? Love them. Yeah? Love them. I mean, I'm not... Where do you live? I'm sorry. I, I live in Seattle. Okay. Uh, we have a bunch up there. We have some really yeah. good ones up there. Uh, I've done... Maybe a dozen, so not not a huge number, but right. I'm, not a, I'm not a newbie. I've done three either, yeah, um, or but, two. So I'm not maybe. I'm not a you know. I know you had Tyler Hinman on. Yes, that was his dork. The charts uh, into to, yeah. That uh, episode, the, Rangers, uh, that Tyler episode about uh, about uh, escape rooms was fascinating. It was done on the Joko Cruise last year. Yeah, I remember. And yeah. uh, and then I found out minute forty that he uh, often or will uh, submit uh, word. Uh, crossword puzzles to the New York Times yep. and has been accepted. Oh, yeah. Uh, he has written several crossword puzzles for the New York Times. And, and I was like, for other outlets, yeah. Why uh, weren't we talking about this? I said to him. <laughs> and he goes, No, I want to. I want to talk about escape rooms. <laughs> I ran into him on the stairs, by the way. I was like, I know that face. Can't remember. And he was That's like, right. Tyler, escape rooms. So and I, I like, like escape it. rooms. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I, I think escape rooms are really interesting. I think that we're going to see or that we're now entering a period of a kind of shakeout. Not that companies will be leaving. Well, always there will be companies leaving. But there are different reasons that people like escape rooms. Um, I We did a room, uh, some friends of mine and I, in Atlanta, that was really heavily role-playing based. It, was, okay. it took place in a, a, a TV newsroom. Um, and so there's the anchor desk, and there's a camera made of wood. Uh, yeah, you know, and, of and course. So forth. And... Um, a lot of what you needed to do involved role-playing somebody giving a newscast. In fact, they wouldn't accept an answer to a puzzle unless somebody was reporting it as news and somebody was behind the camera and somebody else was acting as a director and so forth. So they were really aiming at that. And what wow. we had was a group of people who just wanted to solve the puzzles. Thank you very much. Yeah. Escape from the room. <laughs> it was totally not our cup of tea. Right, right. It wasn't a LARPing But for another crowd. set of people, yeah. right, that would have been perfect. Because the puzzles were not that deep. Right. And, and so it was much more of the role play. And I feel like this is a genre that's going to finally get some definition. And that's we'll start kind having of a... names for this is this kind of an escape room. This is a yeah, puzzle yeah. escape room and so forth. Uh, but um, uh, I think it hasn't quite happened yet, but it's, it's, there's so But it popular. could easily. It could. It could. Yeah. And I think that will help the market a lot. Um, but I've, I've created props. For uh, for different a, a couple of escape rooms in the Seattle area, neat. Uh, and uh, yeah, they're very careful. Um, they they give me um, code names for everything that I'll be making for them, and they tell me nothing about how it will actually be used in the room. They sort of describe what they need, right? You know, I, so I, I I created a thing called a garden box. Okay. I don't, don't know, know why what that's going to be a garden box, but I made a box and it was a certain <laughs> way and, and, and it's right? like, oh, that's perfect. You know, that's and, perfect. We're going to paint a flower on and it. We, See we thought we might want a thing on top that was, uh, had little holes for hands to go in to the little compartments in the box. Uh, but it turns out that's too hard. Okay. Okay. I don't know why that would be hard. Right? I have no idea. You yeah. know? Oh, that's hilarious. So, so yeah. So they've protected me very nicely. Uh, so you, so you could like have. How funny would it be if you went into an escape room and saw one of your own puzzles there? I, well, that's going to happen at some point because yeah. they're in my town. I'm going to go. Yeah, do their puzzle. you're going to go do their puzzle one day. And you're like, I, I actually know. know how this one works. I, I no, no, I don't. I just know what the what the prop is. Oh, they have protected me from knowing what the puzzle is that they're using the prop for. Oh, so I okay. Know they've they completely preserved me. They haven't spoiled me on it. Okay, so it's not a wooden get the wooden yeah. ring off the I, stick I, thing. I, I, mostly, uh, that's true. I think I, I did. I know of one prop that I did for them that I that you could for. take apart yeah, and you I would know get. What it's for. Yeah, yeah, you know what it's for. Uh, but for the most part, they're trying to let let you still play the oh, game. Yeah, totally, totally. Oh, that's kind of awesome too. That's wonderful. So, you know. Yes. <laughs> so um, logic puzzles. Logic puzzles. Yeah, let's talk yeah. a little bit about those, just because. Um, I have long loved uh, the there's a there's a whole genre of Japanese logic puzzles 
like Sudoku, mm-hmm. um, which has a Japanese name but actually wasn't invented in Japan. It's just What's... nobody else appreciated it. it got <laughs> What's the Japan. Japanese name? Uh, the Japanese name is Sudoku. Oh. That's a Japanese word. Oh, and Sudoku was not invented in... It wasn't uh... invented in Japan. It was invented in England. But nobody uh, gave it down. And nobody cared. And the uh, Japanese and were like, guy no. from Japan imported the thing and said, oh, no, this is really big. This will be for us. Yeah. And then we'll and bring it back out again. That's right. And, um, and there's a literally hundreds of other puzzles that are in the same sort of genre as Sudoku, but aren't Sudoku. Uh, now, puzzles where you're filling in certain squares black based on certain constraints that are built, built into the grid. Ones where you're drawing a loop through some squares of the grid. Ones where uh, you're trying to draw the path that different tokens are going to move within this grid and they're not allowed to touch one another and there are certain constraints. I've often On and on and on. I've found that sometimes the directions of how to play a game in the back of the green pages, essentially, in the back of the comics, yeah. um, is not clear enough. Oh, yeah. Like, I, oh, had totally. to, I had to be shown how to play Sudoku. I was like, okay, so here's a box that has nine squares. You, uh, there's a one and a seven and a three in that box. There are clearly six other spaces that have no numbers in them. You have to find the numbers one through nine uh, and, and put them in the right spots. And then there's, depending on how hard the Sudoku thing is, it could be three across, three three big squares of nine across and three down. Right, that's the classic Sudoku. That's the classic. That's the one I've played. And I right. usually play easy to medium just uh-huh. because um, I get frustrated. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah. it's super fun yeah. and very satisfying totally, totally. Uh, to finish yeah. all of it. That's right. Yeah. That's right. And so um, the there's I would go to Japan occasionally. I've been to Japan maybe four or five times. And uh, in search I, of puzzles? For a variety of things. I was Fair there enough. for my day job at one point and um and I went into a, a Japanese uh, newsstand magazine shop and so forth. And managed to convey to them that I wanted to find puzzle magazines because I knew they must exist. Yes. Uh, and I picked up a Japanese puzzle magazine, and it had uh, 30, 35 different kinds of puzzles in it. Um, and, of course, all the directions are in Japanese. Right. And so I got to have this fun puzzle, meta puzzle. <laughs> like, of, they have an example. Okay. Here's a, here's a tiny grid. Yeah. Uh, as it starts, here's the first what it looks like after the first few steps, mm-hmm. and here's the final thing. Right. And that plus the occasional recognizable character in the middle of the Japanese right right opaque opacity um, was all I got. And of course, four or five puzzles of that type on the page, which I could sort of work my way through and discover. Oh, I could solve the first one based on what I worked out. Right. But the second one. There must be another rule that I haven't seen yet. Right. You know, what's going on? And so you have to work out what's the right kind of rule that would make this work. Uh, and uh, and I just fell in love with it. I, the first time I bought one of those, it's a 100-page magazine full of these sorts of puzzles. And I, I almost literally did nothing other than solve puzzles in that book, like, all day long. Right. When I For days. Because days and days. And so uh, that's how I discovered that this world so much bigger than Sudoku. Right. Because uh, all of them are different. What is Ken Ken? Ken Ken is a kind of puzzle. There have been a variety of types that are like it. Um, you take a small grid, let's say a six by six grid, not very big, mm-hmm. um, and you break it up into little regions. It's, it, you, it, it's already broken up for you. Into okay. Little regions. Uh, and so maybe two squares in a region or three squares in a region. And inside each region, there's a little bit of math. It'll say something like um, a time sign and uh, and 25. Okay. And all you know is that means that within that region, you're going to be putting in numbers that that multiply out to 25. Okay. So fives and, and th- fives and fives. Right. So it'll be a, or whatever. And, and the extra constraint is that in this six by six grid, you will have one of each number in every row and every column. Ah. Oh. Okay. And so you have huh. a whole set of these constraints. These are arithmetic. <laughs> constraints yeah. and the what we call a Latin square constraint, like a Sudoku of no repeating a number within a row or a column. Okay. Uh, that notion of the Latin square constraint appears in a lot of different kinds of logic puzzles.
Thrones. Right. Because um, I didn't describe that in the Sudoku right, description. But that's there, of but course. That's there, right. of course. And so it's, it's, uh, it's the similar sort of thing. Um, and, and so that's Ken Ken. Um, it got um, put in a particular form and then um, uh, copyrighted by a company, and that's the ones that they run in the Times. Uh, but there's a variety of other uh, similar puzzles uh, that have been around for a while. Okay. But that's what that is. It's, and, and, and they run them in the Times because between the Latin square constraint, which is so familiar from Sudoku, and the fact that it's still using numbers, it appeals to many of the same people as Sudoku. Right. Uh, and so that works well for them. But there are a bunch of logic puzzle types that have no numbers in them. No numbers. No numbers at all. Uh, so, oh, Rick, because you were talking about something where you had to fill in a square. Right. So as an example, uh, there's a puzzle type called Masyu, uh, M-A-S-Y-U. Um, it's Japanese. Sure. Um, and uh, you have a big grid. And in some of the squares, there are white circles. And in some of the squares, there are black circles. And that's what the whole grid looks like when you're done. I've seen when that. You, when you start. I've... And your job is to draw a loop passing through some set of the squares in there, a single loop. It's not allowed to cross itself. It can't sort of touch itself. And you can't have two loops, just one loop. It's one loop that could be amoeba-shaped. It doesn't oh, matter. Very, very amoeba-shaped. Very okay. twisted. It must pass through every single circle. Okay. In uh, white circles, it's not allowed to turn. But it must turn either just before or just after it. What? And in black circles, it must turn. Okay. And it can't turn either just before or just after it. Oh my god. Okay. And that's your constraints. Okay. Now you go and you solve, you figure out how to draw that loop. Then you go fight that fight. Then you fight that fight. Okay. And so that's an example of a loop drawing puzzle. And right. there's a whole subgenre of those. There's must be twenty or thirty. Where uh, where the rules change about the turning the and, the, and then going what, through what the clues and the... look like are different, uh, and so forth. There's a whole bunch of those. Okay. Um, there are puzzles where all you need to do is color some squares black and there mm-hmm. are clues for that. Sometimes they're about uh, well, now that you've colored some squares black, you've isolated these white areas, and each one has to contain a number, and that number has to be the size of its area. Okay. Okay. Right. So, okay. Yeah. You get things like that, and and a whole, on and on and on. So every one of them has different rules, and and there are hundreds, literally hundreds, of these kinds of puzzles. So I love these things. I, I got this magazine. Right. I already knew about some of these things, but oh my God, it just, <laughs> now there were 35 in this magazine. I just thought I'd seen the whole world. And then, of course, the next issue would come out because the next time I was in Japan, I said, right. I want more of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, and, you know, 20 of them I recognized because they repeated them. Sure. And there were another 20 that were completely new to me. New yeah. puzzles, not new, just new versions new, of the puzzle. That's right. New kinds of puzzles. New, new kinds sets of, of rules. <laughs> Right, you got wow, yeah, and so there are literally hundreds of sets of rules. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about here. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so so I've loved these for a long time. Yeah. Um, five years ago, uh, a friend of mine was going through a bookstore in Seattle and saw that they had a set of physical puzzles on top of one of their bookcases that they were selling, and he mentioned to them that you know if you were interested, it was a very geeky bookstore. Sure. Called Ada's Technical Books. Okay. So not Elliot whatever? No, it's not Elliot Bay. Yeah. Lovely people. Everybody. But this was a different one. Almost Uh, all bookstore owners are. That's right. Uh, And so he said to them, you know, would you be interested in physical puzzles by a local maker? Mm -hmm. Uh, And they said, oh, yes, absolutely. And so he put us in touch. Yes. And so we started talking and they they started, uh, we started talking about them. Uh, wholesaling some of my uh, physical puzzles, which worked out great. As it turned out, they were just about to move into a new space. They'd been in this really tiny space, and they were going to move into a brand new space, and they had a whole bunch of ideas for what they wanted to do with the new space, and they wanted to do something puzzly. Okay. And I suggested a uh, a monthly puzzle. Uh, and so oh. they could have them in paper sheets on a on a you know, a document dispenser or something. And people could solve it while they're sitting in the, the attached cafe. Yeah. And if they solve it, they get a free coffee drink. Right. Right. Something like that. Some trinket. They said, and I said, you know, I have a friend who's done something similar with a bagel shop in the area. He has these crosswords. And they said, well, I don't know if crosswords. For us, a logic puzzle would be better. I was like, well, 
as it happens. <laughs> I have a lot more experience with logic puzzles. Yeah, uh, yeah. And so with creating logic puzzles. And so we created a series. Uh, and at the very last minute, uh, two days before their grand opening, when the first puzzle was going to be appearing, I had this kind of brainstorm. And I said, the, 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 the bookstore is Ada's Technical Books. It's right. named after Ada Lovelace, the daughter of Lord Byron. Oh, that's right. The world's Who... first computer programmer in 1843. Stumbled on the documentary. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so as I did. She's a wonderful, wonderful, interesting character. And the bookstore is in honor of hers. There's a, photo, there's a, a, a portrait of her up on the wall. And it's all about, uh, it's started by a woman. It's, it's about women in science and so oh, neat. forth. And so um, uh, I had this obvious sort of brainstorm what if what if we pretend the puzzle was written by ada lovelace yeah uh and i could write a little letter you know gentle yeah. solver you know, <laughs> and, and she would lay out how she was inspired to create the puzzle and and uh my and father it, slept around and yeah. had some issues and uh, yes she has talked about her father mm-hmm. so uh so that's what we decided to do and i found actually a a a copy of her signature in an image online. And so I was able to actually put Ada's signature at the bottom of the letter. Neat. Uh, and I started putting out these puzzles every month. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I'm told myself was I'm not going to repeat a puzzle type. Okay. So every month it's something brand new kind of puzzle, brand new kind of puzzle. You, you have been, uh, yeah. Showing hundreds of new kinds of puzzles. Right. Well, and I, I know I know lots myself. I can yep. just you know, brainstorm a set, but at the whole there's a whole world of these guys around now, not just in Japan, but all over the world. Right. And uh, and that's great because I can get them to come up with new ideas constantly and I can just keep farming this thing. So that was uh, four and a half years ago. Um, they've been coming out like clockwork every month since then. Uh, the current month is number 52. Wow. Uh, in this series. After 22 of them, the bookstore decided they wanted to use their resources differently. And you know, I, I used to have my pillar yep. in the bookstore that had my document thing on it. And, so mm-hmm. Forth. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they wanted to use that pillar and use the money they were paying for this this feature uh, for something else. And so I took it independent. Now I have a Patreon. Uh, oh, okay. So people can support the series. Uh and uh, and they're all all the past puzzles are available on the website. That's not where I thought this story was going. Quite honestly, I thought this story was like, well, they they kind of wanted to use different resources, and then I imagined the thirty or so people who are married to doing this thing every month losing their shit. Where is it? <laughs> where, why is there no puzzle this well, month? And they were very nice. Uh, we, we 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 parted ways on oh, very very amicable. Good terms. Sure. Uh, in fact, I still run a monthly puzzle club where we meet at that bookstore. Every nice. Month. And what's the Patreon? So the Patreon is probably called, linkable so, off of puzzle po- puzzle right, puzzles. It is. Um, it's it's uh, Patreon dot com slash Enigmas. Uh, oh, spelled spelled A E N I G M A. I think actually it's singular. Uh, okay. Yeah. And uh, A E N is in Nancy, yeah. not M is in Mary. That's right. I, so it's I, the word enigma, right? But with an extra A in front. Excellent. Because what I named the series when we started it was the Adological Enigma. Oh, there and you go. I wanted go. it both to start with an A. Yes. Uh, in effect, it really uses that A E. Ligature that 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 single character that's both an A and an E. Oh right! Uh, oh that thing, remember, an Ash, I think it's called. Oh, okay. Uh, and uh, and so yeah, there's been. Right. Ada has all sorts of affectations. Have you ever Ada. gotten any guff uh, from from Ada? People who know her, they're like, "This isn't really her." Um, um I've actually, gotten a, a little bit. Um, Where you're like, it's. I mean, is there an asterisk anyway? That just goes. No. It's just named after that. No, I. Anybody who who looks her up knows that she died 150 years right, ago. Right, and so she's not still making puzzles. She's not you guys. doing that. <laughs> uh, uh, but, right, um, fair enough. Uh, I, I've done a fair amount of research on Ada. I know a fair amount about her. Um, had some spooky things happen from the very very beginning. My Ada, the voice that I heard in my head as I was writing out her first letter, mm-hmm. she italicized words. She emphasized certain words. Um, just an overabundance of of passion 
right. would come out in italicizing certain words, many more than the average person would do. In, okay. in a single letter, there might be, I don't know, eight or ten italicized words right. really making a point. So it a felt year like she... into it, two years into it, I got to see uh, my first looks at actual handwritten letters of Ada's, mm-hmm. um, of the real Ada. She underlined a ton of words in exactly the same places that I do. Wow. I have no what? idea. <laughs> Ada's, she's right there. Yeah. She's got your back. She's got my back. She's yeah. got my back. So surely she is my Ada. Right. Right. She's not the Ada. Right. Um, and I, I correspond with a few other people who have done works based on Ada and they, you know, they have their Ada mm-hmm. uh, and so forth. And, and, you know, we all just understand nobody gets to know. No, the real Ada. and all historical figures belong to all of us. That's right. That's right. That's right. You want you want some Caesar? You get some Caesar. Everybody gets there Hamilton. You the Hamilton <laughs> you get. Everybody gets Hamilton. Everybody gets Whether Hamilton. Whether they want him or not. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, and so, uh, yeah. So, a couple years ago, two and a half years ago, I took the series Independent. Mm-hmm. It's continued to come out every half uh, every month. Uh, Is it still at that bookstore as well? Or uh, no, they don't stock it. Uh, okay, because that was. That was a, a, a professional deal, right? They, oh, right. I'm using my IP. They'd have to pay me for it. And that's oh, fair what they enough. Didn't want to yeah, do yeah. Anymore. Um, and uh, I put together a collection of the first two years of the puzzles, and, and so there's a book. Oh, there's a book to together. do. Yeah, so that's also available at my website. Right, uh, and that includes the full solutions, and it includes author. Commentary. Are they upside down in the back? Uh, they're in the back, but not upside down. Fair enough. Fair um, enough. Always, always interested why they were upside down, but uh, I don't mind. <laughs> supposed to make it harder, but it's you know. like mm, don't glimpse accidentally the accident. Yeah. The and then one of the things that Ada started doing, I always talk about her in the third person because I don't always feel like it's me in control. Fair enough. But um, around the eighth puzzle in the series, Ada started hiding secret messages on the page. Totally aside from the puzzle that's right there, right, and some mechanism for extracting. It isn't by Ovaltine, is it? It's not in our case by Ovaltine. <laughs> um, it's different all time. We, okay, so, and and so uh, these are sometimes in video games or other things. They're sometimes called Easter eggs. Yeah, um, and so uh, in the bottom right corner of the page, mm-hmm. there is now always a little tiny egg shape mm-hmm. with a small number inside, mm-hmm. telling you how many. Totally optional. You don't need to know these to solve the puzzle. They're right. not related to that extra Easter eggs there are. And they vary a lot. We, there, there are some months when we don't fit one in. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there are other months when there are six okay. uh, special messages in there. Fair enough. Uh, and, uh, and so the book has complete explanations of all of the Easter, Easter eggs. eggs from the first two years of the series. Uh, and, uh, and a variety of other bonus material that, that's in there. But um, I'm starting to think about the second book. A compilation? Because we've got 52 now. Right. And the uh, first book just had 24? Had 24 in it. Okay. Uh, It was a pretty pretty solid amount. These are, we we say on the cover of the book, um, I say we because it's really me and Ada. I mean, there's not a lot of other people involved. (laughs) So clearly there is some psychological damage here. I don't know. Well, congratulations for this sort of self awareness. The the uh, book swaps back and forth between the two of us talking. Oh my uh, god! Well played, well played. Um, I say, own it and (laughs) run with it, Pavel. (laughs) (laughs) And so, uh, yeah. So the the book had extra Easter eggs in it. There were Mm -hmm. were Easter eggs there embedded across the entire book. So that was fun. Um, This is going to be great for the resistance. (laughs) Uh, You'll be a Hogan's Heroes like moment. So we say uh, we say on the cover of the book that the puzzles range from challenging to exceedingly difficult. <laughs> and, wow. And okay. That, that puts, there, are no, there are no easy puzzles. There are no easy yeah, puzzles. They're all going to take some challenge. So if, uh, if people love hard puzzles, puzzles, this is neat. Oh, if you love hard puzzles, this is absolutely the series for you. Because right. all of them are above medium. And so really... are there places like, do you have deals with other coffee shops? So I've talked to a number of coffee shops and I've talked to some people on the cruise, uh, a game store, oh, right. a bookstore, uh, and other things. There's an interesting thing about coffee shops in particular. And the interesting thing is that coffee is mostly water. Oh, right. And they paper have, is mostly and, spottable. Right. And uh, so it's, 
it's uh, the margins are different. Yeah. Right. If you're a bookstore owner, your margins are razor thin. Yeah. And if you're a cafe bookstore, the reason you're a cafe bookstore is because the cafe is much higher more lucrative. Yeah. yeah. And it can pay for the bookstore. Right. Um, so it's not always clear who can afford to do this. There's a game store, actually a set of game stores in Washington State, uh, who one of their leader type folks um, owners uh, is really keen to get the Enigma into their stores as a feature. Right. Because uh, it brings back repeat business. Even if it's a cafe and you're sitting there for an hour, yeah. most of these puzzles you won't succeed in solving in an hour. Right. It'll take longer, which means you have to take it home with you, which means that when you've solved it, you got to come back. you got to come back. Repeat business, man. That's it. That's what it's about. And so it's all about trying to bring the people back yeah. into the store. And so I would like to expand it into more things. Right. It like could. I mean, the variety of, co- of bookstores that are available is obviously a good idea. But the coffee shop, I think, because it's monthly, yeah. would be such a better idea. But, like, I, you know, because I'm thinking about game stores and bookstores and comic book stores. And and, 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 we, and we now see, you know, board game cafes. Yeah. Right. They seem like a really perfect thing. They're, they have the cafe margins. Yeah, game house. In, they're bringing in game Glendale. players. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and so they're a great sort of match for it haven't yet made crack that nut yeah well i you know we can say crack the nut and it's 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 true but i i'm not the world's best businessman i don't spend a lot of my time it turns out you're making puzzles i'm making puzzles you're making puzzles sales is a different it's almost marketing is a different and and, uh, you know and i got to do that because it's a one-man shop right right it's a one-man band okay at it yeah, but there's just only so many hours in the day, and right, you know, and it's almost the end of the month. I got another puzzle; it's got to come out on March first. Exactly, <laughs> right, right. And but the, but the, but you were talking about escape rooms, escape rooms, and and board game cafes sound like sort of they're great options. Uh, are, 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 yeah. would be kind of the best options. Yeah, it's actually, but, and they that's, aren't. That's so funny. I never even thought about approaching my board game, my, my escape room friends, right, to to host the because the what if there's a line. They have lots of stuff. They, I, I have because if you got to, like you got to wait for these have copies of my puzzles that they've bought, yeah, uh, to put in the waiting area for people to play to people who you know as, as in their little gift shop. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that connection I've made, but obviously I'm such a terrible business person. It had never occurred to me that the whole logic puzzle it, thing. It's, might work it's like there your too. co-op. It's it's like your co-op game. You need more eyes on the on the I see, see, I on do. the thing. I do. That's I, it. I need a whole staff. That's what I need. You're doing vital so work here to some extent. You know. Pay. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> oh, right, right. You just, you're like, I'm going to need some cash to yeah. keep doing this, and then we're right. printing at least. That's right. So, um, but if people want to, they can go to Pavel Puzzles and Pavel's get Puzzles. Pavel's with a p- plural? Oh, yeah. Pavel's? Oh, yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, Pavel's, Pavel's Puzzles. puzzles. There we go. Uh, Pavel'sPuzzles.com. And uh, on there, it'll be linkable. The Patreon will be linkable. The, li- the Patreon is linkable. The logic puzzles in the upper left corner of the page. There's a picture of Ada Lovelace. Oh, there you uh, go. And and a whole little link off to the area that's about the logic puzzles. Neat. Uh, and the and and the Enigma ones. Those are the the, the physical ones. No, the Enigmas are the logic puzzles. Oh, those are the lot. Oh, that's right. Because a Enigma. Right, yeah, got it. Right. And then what about the physical? Is there a, the physical puzzles are the whole rest of the of the rest the, of the page, of the main page, the website. Yeah. Okay, fair uh, enough. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the, the puzzle. The, the website was originally about the physical puzzles oh right uh, okay so but i couldn't stop doing things and so now it's all sorts right of so now it's many m- yeah many things that are so work. i end up doing physical puzzles i do commission work as we talked about for you know both physical puzzles and and paper and pencil puzzles uh i've got this series going there's a second series related to the enigmas that uh people kept saying this is great i did this puzzle it was the only time i've ever seen this puzzle type uh and now i'm done and there isn't another puzzle of that is there type. another Where do puzzle I of that type and so uh i decided i did a kickstarter for the book last year year before okay and the stretch goals for that were to kick off a new monthly up to monthly series of puzzles like the enigma from guest constructors oh there you go because if i signed up to do another one every month i'd be there's divorced. no sleeping yeah <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> she'd kick me out it would be bad she's done <laughs> uh, but uh so i have a whole lineup of guest constructors who have been making these kinds of puzzles and they want to come in 
create a puzzle here. It gets a letter from Ada to introduce it. Neat. Uh, and they get pointers from the thing and so forth. And so that's called the uh, uh, the enigmatic, spelled with the A, of course. Right. The enigmatic addenda. Oh, there you go. Fair <laughs> enough. A little while I was doing dork addendums, uh, and then I got too busy. Yeah. I, so that'll happen. That's how that happens, yeah. Right. Uh, so here we are. Uh, we're at an hour, Tom, <laughs> is what you should know. And we've barely scratched the surface oh, well, yeah, of puzzles. Itch that always scratches. Exactly. <laughs> it's, uh, there are hours to be talked about. Totally. But if people go to pavelspuzzles.com, uh, they'll find you can, everything. Yeah, they can yeah. find everything. Yeah. And, um, and you're at Pavel Curtis on, on Twitter. On Twitter. And, and, and uh, there's uh, a Facebook. Facebook.com slash Pavel's Puzzles. Yep. Uh, you can find everything about me. And you guys, uh, Joe Cooker's pretty fun. If you guys uh, like uh, totally. a bunch of... You, you want to meet some like-minded nerds, holy smokes. <laughs> There's 1,700 various kinds of nerds oh on this Oh my god, nerdery of every possible flavor. <laughs> the Dorkdoms, uh, I could do 1,700 episodes, is what I'm saying. And this has been a great one. So thank you so much for doing the well, show. thank you so much for having me. All right, and Rangers, you know the rules out there. Take care of each other. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> My hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh, my God. We, why don't we just call that as the end of the show?